Hello, I am the Crancher. I'm James. And we are the Game Design Critics. Today's episode is about War Tortoise 2. If you haven't played this game, it kind of takes the concepts from tower defense games and idle games and I'd say maybe action games, strategy, a little bit of those. Um, but to give you the gist of it, basically you're in control of a giant tortoise who is outfitted with many, many guns. He's got a lot, like four, five, six, about maybe eight guns. And um, you get to upgrade your guns and you get a bunch of different units on the battlefield that you upgrade. And you basically um, make all your units stronger and upgrade your guns and explore the map. You basically walk from place to place and uh, once you get to the place you unlock it and then you can upgrade that place to capture level 5. Each time you upgrade it it gives you more bonuses. A lot of times it's for when you're away. That's the idle aspect. Uh, but you basically explore the map, unlocking places, fighting bosses, and upgrading yourself and your guys. Um, uh, current progress. I'm at uh, what's called War Rank, which unlocks as you uh, open up more areas or unlock more locations and explore more of the map. Um, what was yours? Uh, I'm the same rank as you, War, yeah. war Rank 11. Um, what were you telling me about uh, War Rank 8? So after, so I, from what my perspective, I guess for War Rank 8 is like after a tutorial. So once they're done with the tutorial, you're basically left on your own. Like you already, they already gave you down the basics and everything. It's like after that, it's like a grind to level up. Do you have like a estimate of how long it took to get like from eight to nine or nine to ten? From eight to nine, it took me about three hours to get to nine via fishing. Hmm. Fishing well, gives you XP. Well, fishing, fishing was no, it doesn't. But I, I had to go fishing to do power leveling for my units. Then once it's done, I just power leveled through all the the area that I had. Most uh -huh. of the areas I just went back to and got them to tier five. Okay. Um. How? Um. Crap. I was gonna ask you if you maxed out something and I forgot. Okay. Um. It'll come back to me. Uh, let's do our dislikes first. I'm going to hit one. This is uh, kind of a small one, but I wanted to make note of it. Um, the, <laughs> when you kill stuff and then you earn money, the sound that the money make, makes is like cling, 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 cling. And I got my, I play it on a tablet. I have it on the lowest volume possible that it's not muted. So lowest volume ever. And it's still super loud. And it happens endlessly. Every enemy has like three to five clings every time it dies. And it adds up. I want to say the sounds kind of stack on top of each other or something making it louder than it should be. Did you notice anything like that? Uh, no, I didn't really have that much of an issue with that sound. Interesting. Maybe it's just me then. Um, what do you got for dislikes? For dislikes? Well, fishing. The fishing. I, I didn't really like fishing. It was too grindy. 
And when when I first opened the game, I thought it was gonna be uh, they were gonna have some idol aspects to it, right? His his title idol game. I was like, okay, so it might be idol. No, no, it was mostly just mainly grinding. Uh, yeah, you, you have to do it yourself. You have to fish, and you have to actively uh, click in the screen if you see a ripple down the river to actually get the fish. Then you have to think tap it faster just to get the fish. Oh, so you tap once to get it, and then tap a bunch to pull it in. Yeah. Okay. Were there any that like were really hard to get? Like you had to tap so fast that it got away. Uh, so some of them you can't even catch because they're a higher level tier fish. Oh. Which makes sense, to some extent. Keeps you coming back. But yeah, if, I mean, as far as fishing games go in games, I feel like if it's interactive, it's more fun. Would you have rather had it that, like, you at the fishing spot, you put your phone away, and then you fish while you're gone? Yeah, I was thinking of that one. Like, it's like it's not much, but like, still, still progress. A little bit of progress. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, for my next dislike, I'd say boss battles. Now, I have played this game um, twice in my life. When I first found the game, I played it a bunch, and I got pretty much to where I am now, which I got to in like the last month and a half ish. And uh, that's War Rank 11. And the first time I played it, and I know that a lot of updates went into it in between the first time I played it and now, but uh, when I first played it, the boss battles, there was a lot of times where I'd be fighting a boss, and the boss has a health bar, and then there's this white bar underneath the health bar, which means when the white bar goes all the way down, the boss is essentially going to kill you. There's no getting out of it. He's going to kill you. And a lot of times in my first playthrough, the boss's health would be right ahead of the white bar. So the whole time we're fighting him, I don't know if I'm going to win or not. And it was very tense. A lot of times when I play this game, I just set it on my lap and let it go while I watch TV. And I'd get to a boss and I'd have to play it. This time when I played through, like this last month or so... I did not have to do that really. Maybe it was because I bought more equipment with gems or something, but the boss battles were just super easy. It's like the boss would pop up and then boom, you've captured the spot just instantly. No tension, no nothing, which I guess could be construed as a good thing. But to me, I'd rather feel that tension so it feels like I'm a part of it. How did you hmm. feel about the boss battles? The boss battles, after, after fishing, like after as soon as I found the fishing, the fishing part, like the boss battles, like I couldn't even see the boss no more because I was already so strong then. <laughs> I, I instantly delete them. I see yeah. the HP, gone, and then yep. I see the next boss, gone. It's like I couldn't even see them. They're just instant dead. Yeah. Do you think that's some sort of like balancing issue? Like, cause everything's in crazy percentages. It's like you get one of the uh, what are they called war. Packs, war treasure, uh, you know the the loot. Yeah, thing. the thing that gives you two, three choices to pick from. Not the mutations, but the other one. The one that um, it's at the top of the upgrade screen. It's that box that's at the top. War something, war pack or something, and then you get three choices to upgrade. Um, 
when I would get that, it would say like plus 8.2 million War Tortoise damage, or like it, it's more in the mutations actually, where it'll say like plus 322 million damage from the tortoise, or plus uh, 8.2 million damage for all units, things like that. And it just seems like that adds up quick. All of a sudden, you're doing like a thousand times your damage. So it kind of tilts the balance a little bit, I feel like. Unless the game catches up with that quickly, but I got confused as to how much damage I'm putting out just because of all that information. Um, okay. What do you got? For my, for my, another one of my dislikes? Yes. Getting tier 5 was pretty, <laughs> getting tier 5 in any area is like highly likely to get you killed. Because like, it's really impossible because like once once you like close to tier five, your your power and the amount of accuracy money you get is like way below than the amount of required power you need to clear tier five bosses. Hmm. Well, tier five stage, tier, uh, tier five stage wave, because at that point there are like their health is like already like way higher than the amount of damage you're doing per second. And then, then the and then the insta kill your units. Yeah. When you die, you're just like, why did I die? It just happens out of nowhere, like when you kill the bosses. It's never like you watch your health drain because you're taking so much damage. It's just like, poof, you're dead. And if it's not missiles, it means there's some really strong guy. But I would argue that that makes sense. To get to tier 5 is the most difficult thing you can do on any location. Plus... The rewards you're getting are the best. That's max. Every location in the game that you can unlock has a set number of tier levels. So they have ones that are like for lumber because you use lumber to build roads. And um, when I first played the game, I never had enough lumber. This time I got like 32,000 lumber and nothing costs more than like a thousand. It's like I'll always have too much lumber now. But I die so much. Yeah. And then there's ones that give you DNA. DNA is what you use to upgrade your units permanently. Because when you play the game and you upgrade your units with money, uh, as soon as you die, all that resets and you start over. But when you do DNA, it's kind of like your skill tree. It's permanent upgrades for your units and things like that. Like, for example, um, the, the first unit you get is the Mouse Assault, Assault Squad. They're essentially like melee attackers, and you can get up to five of them more or less and um that one of their traits is that you earn more money for enemies that get killed by the mouse assault squad so you can increase that with your dna points anyways there's a lot of locations on the map that give you dna points every day every 20 hours you get x amount of dna points and if and if you have one of those spots on the map captured then you get two dna points but if you upgrade it to the next capture level, you get four, the next one six, eight, and I think ten. And I think that makes sense that five would be the hardest to attain because of the rewards you get from it. But my problem with it is that if you have it captured once and you want to get it up again, it takes about ten waves more or less. And then when you want to up that one again, I would guess there's about 20. Then the next one, there's like 40. And then 5 is just ridiculous. It takes forever to get it. Not to mention, you're probably going to get killed, too. Yes. So I... Yeah. I agree. 
Um, it's a waiting game. Is my next dislike. I, I died so many times just trying to get tier five areas. <laughs> How many have you got now? Let me check again. I know I got a lot. I want to say I have a lot of tier 4s. I did not want to wait for tier 5. There's just so many waves. It's going to take like at least a half an hour, if not longer, to get that final one. And I was like, I'd rather just unlock more spots of the map. You know, I was thinking about it too. But I was like, ah, I want to get in the tier 5 area. You know, <laughs> I, I, want, I, want the, I want the extra, extra, what do you call it? Yeah. That adds up. Every day when you get on, you get a chunk of stuff, and it helps. I just started getting ones that give you gems, and that's very helpful. See, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight in total. That's then, pretty good. Then a bunch of four, four stars. Yeah, I got a lot to four. Almost everything that that's in the first like three or four rings. Then there, I turned anything that was empty that you get to pick what goes there. I made it to DNA, the science lab or whatever it is, because I want. Uh, you did that you know. to DNA too. Yeah, I figure my strategy is I'll do DNA when I don't need DNA anymore. I'll turn it to the thing that ups your DPS, because you can just switch them out pretty easily. It's kind of what yeah. I liked about it. Okay. Um. My next dislike is that I feel like the entire game is a waiting game. Like, basically how the game works is when you walk to a spot on the map, because that's the whole game. You open the map, you pick a spot, and you walk there. Walking there is so many waves. So if it's like, I don't know, two inches on the map, you probably got to go through 20 waves, more or less. Then you just kick back and you wait. Uh, at times, you'll earn money. And then you'll spend it and get stronger. Um, every unit has three traits that you can upgrade. One is their damage. One is how many of the unit there is. And then the third one depends on the unit. Um, some of them are like critical rate. Some of them are armor damage. And some of them are attack speed. And those are always super expensive. And you have to pretty much manage that in between. But besides doing that, which, by the way, pauses the game, you're just waiting to get there. And that's the main thing I didn't like about it. Well, I kind of liked it in the sense that I could do two things at once. I could play the game and watch a movie, and the game just gets a little bit of my attention while I gain progress. But still, I look at that as a slight disadvantage. I want to be more immersed in the game. Um, did you feel like that? Did you feel like you spent a lot of time waiting? I did spend a lot of time waiting. <laughs> I was mostly just looking at the screen and just like looking at what's going on, but because there wasn't really much anything I can do other than tap for the the chest. Oh, here's one. Did you spend more time on auto shooting or did you aim and shoot yourself? Auto shooting. Yeah, I did too. The only time I'd go in uh, um, controlling my gun is when a missile showed up on the screen. But, yeah, I did. I did that too. Yeah, I did that too. Once they showed up, that's when I went to manual because I was still I was grinding for that level thing to where it can do it by itself. Yes, because that's what I was grinding for. Well, though, did you get the one for the missiles do it by itself? 
where the uh, yes. the hermit crab junkers will uh, shoot missiles out of the air. They're not very efficient at it, but they'll get them, which helps. I did. But that just takes more attention away from you to the game. So I, I liked it, but it kind of is more of a disadvantage because it's more of like a tuck the game away while I do something else. Um, okay, what else you got? Mm, let's see. Did we talk about the upgrade section yet? Nope. Nope. Uh, so when I first opened the game, the upgrade section was a little bit confusing. Because there's a lot a lot of words in there. I was like, okay, well, what does this mean? Like, overclocking, what does that mean? Because yeah. at that point, I didn't even know what overclocking was until I, like, I looked at it closely. That's I, I when you actually found it. Yeah, that's when your pilot, uh, he gains experience. And then when he levels up, you this little thing pops up on the right that's like a star with an up arrow. And you tap that, and he essentially gets his level up. But for like, I'm not sure if this is something you buy or something that happens automatically, but it gives him a boost. Like in damage output for like a minute or something like that? Is that what it is? No, no it was the, the reload one. The like every time he reloads, he gains like a charge for... For the overclocking. Interesting. I and then, and then the 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 higher it is, the more damage he gains from it. Huh. Does that mean every time you reload, you do more damage? Yes. Okay. For your primary only. No, not oh. not the other weapons. Only for the primary. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hmm. Oh, what else made you confused? The what was it? A, a lot of the wording in the in the upgrade section was like, free. Because some they look similar to each other. I was like, does this thing do the same thing as this This <laughs> one? It's like, no way, right? It's like, they're, they're pretty similar in the wordings uh, in the upgrade section. Like what? Like, do you remember? Let me, let me open it. I'll tell you one thing that kind of irked me on that screen a little bit. Was every unit, it shows their DPS output. And uh, all my units say less than 1%. Sometimes I could get it up. But it just seemed weird to me that all my units were doing less than one percent of all my damage. It means that I'm doing all the damage and they're not doing pretty much of anything. Because it gives you all the stats, so you can kind of keep up with everything, which makes sense. But it's a little confusing. I know like there, there was hmm. the the melee one. I was like melee, like. Are they even going to be able to get close to my units? Like, is that <laughs> worth it? This is. A... Well, they run out. They run to the enemy. Yeah, but, but the, most of the time, I just we, I kill them before they even get close to me. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, at the beginning of the game, they're really useful. Because you can't do a ton of damage, and they do a ton of damage. But also, every time that you die, now this is the big mechanic of this game, it shares a concept with roguelikes in the aspect that every time you die, you get a little bit stronger. A lot of them, a lot of roguelikes do the mechanic where when you lose, then whatever currency you had left over, you can spend to make your guy stronger so the next time you play, you can get farther. This game had it so that when you die, 
you get to pick between three traits to add that permanently buffs your guy on top of getting a, um, a boost to your maximum health. Now that would be random, but you still get a big boost to your health for the next run. So you're constantly getting stronger. Um, what else do you have for dislike? The we talk about the the idle app is only is only the idle portion of the game is only available when you're actually in the game. Uh no. What do you got yeah, for that? Yeah. So that one, I was like, so like how other games that we that I played for uh, an idle game. But what what's what's the one that's that's the idle tower defense or idle tower or something the the hero one the hero one oh the um talking about the battle card no 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 no, no. like uh it was like there's the hero in the center and then you buy like units and then the units like stays on the side like tap tap hero tap tap hero i don't think we played that yeah, but but that is an idle game. Okay. With a little a little bit of uh, manual in it, except except for the that one, your units will actually advance you, depending on how much power you have, and then it won't let you advance if you're lower or you can't kill the boss in time. Like you you don't know that, but the game will think uh will, the game will do that for you. Hmm. So it, it like gets you. It will, st- it will stop you right there. Yeah. It won't let you advance until you you upgrade or like. Your some of your heroes die. You gotta revive them. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a trait of idle games where you advance when you're not playing. But but this one, you just have your phone on, you watch, and it let it do its idle thing, idle stuff. Yeah, it's idle but, when you're playing. <laughs> but that but the only thing that you're getting from the uh, idle is the away money. That, that's it. After that, you gotta open the app to actually play the game. And progress. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have another one? I think, I think that's all for mine. Okay. Let's jump over to the likes. Um, I'll kick us off. Let's start with this. I didn't think there was that many ads. Uh, they didn't shove a lot of ads down your throat. And when they did, it was because you wanted to earn something so every time you open the game from like being away and you open it the screen pops up and it shows you everything you've earned uh while you were offline but then it says would you like to earn this amount of money extra for watching an ad or they also have this mechanic where you can buy new weapons for your tortoise but it costs gems it costs 20 gems which I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But the game will say, would you like a new weapon or armor for watching an ad? And it gives you some really good bonuses for ad watching. It actually rewards you. And it doesn't uh, pop ads in front of your face normally. So I look at that like a positive. A lot of the games we've played on here just kill you with ads so many times. You're just playing the game, and uh, you do something good, you complete a level, and boom, ad. And you just have to watch it. So this, you guys did good with this game. That's smart. Um, what do you got? For mine, I really thought the graphics were smooth. And <laughs> like, even though there wasn't 
even though there was like a lot of stuff going on across my screen explosions and everything my units moving in and out their their, their animation were pretty fluid now, I, I didn't get any single lag or anything like that yeah and you're for for listener reference you played it all on your phone yes okay i did uh, i played it on a tablet i did have some lag it wasn't any game ruining amount of lag or anything but if things got really hectic on the screen, I could visually see it slow down. I don't know if that's because the screen was bigger and yours was smaller. Or it, I know that mobile games, you know, there's differences between tablet and phone. Sometimes the mobile game is made for the phone. Playing it on a tablet can have side effects. Uh, mobile games are like that. You're forced to make a game with uh, a lot of graphics and things like that. But you're limited by memory space and uh phone um technology so to speak so i'd say that's understandable to some extent but yeah i uh for the most part i didn't have too many problems and the graphics looked pretty nice for what it was i even turned down the shadows and it still looked nice hmm, interesting um my next like is I felt that there was a pretty big variety of how you spend your money. Although, the farther I get into the game without earning... Okay, so the, they have stuff blocked off. When you first play the game, um, you can only... Because of your war rank, you can only get Mouse Assault, Mouse Assault Squad, Mouse Rangers, and Hamster Commandos. Those are your first three units you get. And I want to say, I could be wrong, so I apologize if I am, that there's a line drawn that says uh, when you reach war rank like 8 or 9, you'll unlock the uh, war blue balloon brigade, the next unit, and then when you get your war rank higher, you unlock the next unit, so on, so on. Since I'm at war rank 11, I have about 7 different units to get. Each one has 3 traits for you to upgrade, although like... The damage goes on infinitely, as far as I can tell. The um, uh, the amount of units you can get for that unit, like for Mouse Assault Squad, um, maybe the first one will cost 2,000, the next one's 4,000, and then it jumps higher and higher every time you do it. But once you hit like 5 or 6, it's maxed out and you can't upgrade it anymore. That happens to the other trait, which we can call like a secondary trait, which will be like attack speed or a critical chance that one can get maxed out too once that's done you're left with damage and i yesterday and the day before when i played it um, i got the farthest i've ever gotten and all i can do is upgrade damage for everything pretty much but up until this point it's felt like a big variety because not only do you have your off offensive units but you have the mouse miner and the pack mouse the mouse miner collects money for you while you're playing. <clears throat> and he, every time you put money into him, he collects more money every time he collects money. The pack mouse collects money every time you beat a wave. And when you reach your destination, you're gifted with this big bucket of money, pretty much. So you have these other two units. So between all that stuff and your normal... Um, you have a primary weapon and a secondary weapon that both have a damage that you can increase with your money and a critical chance for that as well. So there's a lot of places to spend your money. I thought that that variety was really nice. Every time I start over, I look forward to spending my money. But now that I'm like war rank 11 and the game has slowed down a ton, 
it's becoming a little less fun, I should say. I'm waiting for the next unit. That's what's really going to give me a boost to want to play more. But, um, did, did you upgrade the same way every time you died? I would focus on Mouse Miner a lot. Uh, I mostly upgrade my, my main unit first before I started, I started upgrading my other units. But after my upgrade, my main unit, I upgrade the, what do you call it? The Money Makers. Yes. That's the, the yep. Mouse Miner. I did that a lot. I, it's funny that we play so different. I always leave my main, my primary weapon for last. I always do my units first. That's so funny. Um, okay, what do you got for like? For like, another one that I like about it is that the ads are optional. You, you don't need, they're not forcing you to watch the ads. Yeah, I like that too. It's like, like if, you want, if you want this, you, then you can watch this. If you don't want it, then you can just skip it yep. entirely. You're not forced to watch any ads at all, which is such a beautiful thing. Um, okay. I, another thing I liked, and this kind of is similar to the, to what I said last, but the upgrading of the mutations. So just like how there was, um, how you could buy armor and weapons with your gems, you collect DNA, which essentially is a skill tree. It doesn't look like a skill tree, but it is. Each uh, unit you have currently unlocked has um, skills you can unlock, like uh, there's one for the mouse assault squad that says if he's if he's idle, if he's not attacking a unit, his next attack builds up in damage basically until he attacks, but he, he hits a limit, and by upgrading in the skill, not only does it unlock it, but you can put more DNA into it to upgrade the limit of how much he'll do on his next attack. So there's all these little things that increase it, like the hamster commando has a thing where there's a, like a... I don't know, it starts at like 10% chance that he'll fire a bullet that's actually like five bullets. Or or maybe his, maybe I'm misunderstanding it. Um, his might be the one where he fires a bullet and it goes in a straight line and it penetrates the enemies. And there's a certain percent chance that'll happen, but upgrading it increases that percent chance. I really like that. Like, I still have not maxed out everything in that, and I'm still looking forward to collecting more DNA just to upgrade that stuff. And then, if you spend 35 gems, you can upgrade a mutation, which a mutation is a permanent upgrade, and you get to pick from three of them. And those are always like 8.2% more damage, or 8.2 million percent more damage to all units, or like, um, maybe it'll say 3.2% uh, more armor for your tortoise, things like that. Like, permanent stuff. That To me, that's addicting. I love uh, like improving my guy. How'd you feel about the DNA stuff? The DNA, I, I really like that aspect. The upgrades, and it, it stays until for the next, uh, until you go to your next generation. Yeah, and it stays with you. Yeah, it's, like, it's progress. Progress. Yep. So even if you don't do good on your run, which rarely happens, um, you still get better. Like, that adds up over time. Albeit, I'd say it's a little confusing sometimes, because I'm, like, adding 8.2 million damage to all my units, and it's like, I don't really see that. 
because everything happens so fast. Just like boom, wave, boom, wave, boom, here's another wave. It's just, you don't see, like the action unfolds in front of you, but it happens so fast that it's hard to pay attention. Um, okay, your turn. For mine, another thing that I did like about the game was that Wait, was that all? Wait, you already said what I was. I said. Wait, what was yours? I think you did say it, but. What was it? Did I only. What was it? No. <laughs> uh. Gosh, I think I only put down two likes. Okay. Um. I, for my next one, I wrote, you get a lot of gems. So every time you get on for the day, more or less, um, it gives you three daily tasks. A lot of times it's like maybe cook three out, cook three um, things. They have this, they have another mechanic where you can create a bonfire and essentially rest. So you're playing the game, you fight a boss, you lose a bunch of your health, and you create a bonfire. Now all your units and everything just comes to a stop. There's a fire in the middle and uh, your health regains. Uh, these crates drop that you can touch and it gives you money. Or you can shoot them and it gives you money. And then uh, you can cook. So you unlock apples periodically uh, from a couple different places. And um, you can basically, let's say, I usually cook when I have about 10 apples. So when you cook, you can cook anywhere from between one and four or five apples. Cooking five apples, I found to be not that great. A lot of times I cook five apples thinking I'm going to get some great bonus because basically it gives you um, temporary permanent bonuses. So it will increase uh, damage of one unit or all units or things like that. But when you die, it goes away. Um, so I'll be like, I'm going to cook with five apples because it will give me something good. And it will be like, plus 72 energy and I already have max energy energy is what you use to uh, use your skills and I actually I should know this <clears throat> some games add some games a lot of games rely on energy if you run out you gotta wait before you can play again but some games when you level up you get an extra pile of energy and some games will actually add that on top of the energy you currently have. So if you can only hold 70 energy and the game gives you plus 50 and you're at 70 energy, you'll be at 120 max so that you you run through what you just earned before you even get below your normal amount. I don't know if this game does that. <clears throat> I don't want to say it doesn't and be wrong. But I know that it'll give me energy with five apples... So I don't do that anymore. A lot of times I just I just do four or less. Anyways, the game will give you three daily tasks. Each daily task gives you one gem. Completing all three daily tasks gives you 25 gems. And there's even times where one of your daily tasks will be to buy a new piece of equipment, whether it's armor or gun, that's random. But you'll spend 20 gems on a new piece of equipment. Okay, now you got a new piece of equipment, but you're down 20 gems. But if you finish your daily tasks, you get 25 gems. So you essentially get a new piece of equipment and 5 gems for free. So you're always 
loaded with gems, more or less, depending on how much stuff you buy. Mutations cost 35 gems. New equipment costs 20 gems. If you want a new pilot, because you start with the mouse, and you can unlock more pilots, those cost, like, I don't know, the one I got, maybe it was 70, and the next one's 90, and then they just get really expensive going up. And then, apparently, you can buy new tortoises, but I, I'm not. I'm never gonna be able to buy one of those. Yeah, but, uh, no, it's too, it's too expensive. I just looked at it; they're too expensive. Yeah, that also, one's. But by the way, French, did you ever do the fishing one, the fishing daily? No, I don't think no. I had a daily fishing one. I mean, there's one. There's one for each side. The one for like the dailies for the combat stuff, and then one for the like, daily fishing. Oh, I I only did fishing for like 20 minutes, maybe. And I, once I saw the shop, I was like, I can't do this. I need to I need to be unlocking map spots. I can't be sitting here fishing all day. I mean, I get like an hour and a half a day to play it. I can't spend an hour of that fishing. I'm not going to be progressing in anything else. That's how I look at it, at least. So anyways, I feel like the game's really good about giving you its premium currency. They give you a lot of ways to spend it. And they're all beneficial. Um, you sometimes get uh, gems from the chest. The, yes, you during, do. During yeah, and then if you get the DNA skill for the mouse miner, uh, the, the, the first level of it, it's a 2% chance to find gems, lumber, apples, or DNA. So he can find them too, which is just a beautiful thing. It feels really good. A lot of games, they... They tease you with their premium currency. They're like, hey, if you use our premium currency, you can get a huge boost, but we're not going to give you any. We're going to give you like two every day. And uh, if you really want them, you got to spend money. This game doesn't feel like that. This game knows it's asking you to spend premium currency to buy stuff, but it's giving you enough money so you can do that at least once a day. And I like that. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you want to note? that you liked for the for the so before before we move on uh for the cooking part when you mentioned earlier i really used that because that the only time i used that was like when my when i'm almost dead that's my lifesaver <laughs> what to use the bonfire uh, yeah the bonfire yeah you go you go okay like just like when i was about to die I used it immediately. That's that's the only time I ever used that uh, mechanic. See, that's funny because the back when I originally played this game, like last year, a little longer, um, I had to use camping to survive. I would get into a really tough battle, barely make it, and then have to go camping. This time, I just never had to use it. I never. I only ever used it because Daily wanted me to cook three recipes. So I'd have to stop and do that. Besides that, I never used it really. I didn't have to. Something changed from the last time I played this game years ago till now, where now it's just much easier. Um, right when I played it this time for the last month or so, I didn't really have a lot of times where my health was low. If I died, I was just done. I went from essentially full health to dead. It would. I'd just be like, "What? I'm dead?" And uh, I. It just, there were, it was never any in the middle, it felt like. It was weird. Maybe it was because this time I feel like I've been more smarter at buying equipment. Or, no, I, I could be wrong, but I think years ago when I played this, they didn't give you a boost every time you bought equipment. 
Like now you buy a piece of equipment and then it actually tells you the next piece of equipment you're going to get is going to get plus this amount. And it actually makes it stronger. But I'm not sure if that was in there before. But it really gives you incentive to keep buying equipment. And then they added the forging mechanic, which wasn't in the game before, where if you have five pieces of, say, common... Or if you have five common weapons, you can forge them into an uncommon weapon. Which I think is a good idea, because the only other thing you can do with those is scrap them for one diamond. Which, ugh, doesn't feel like it'll do much. Um, okay. So that's all our likes. So let's move on to how we can... Wait, 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 wait. What? I just got one. Just what? Got one. The, sometimes when you're not, you don't log in, they give you, like, incentives. Right? They, like, make you keep playing the game. They give you, like, free keys. Oh, yeah. I, I, I constantly get mail that gives me, it says, welcome back, and gives me a free tortoise key. Yeah, that's... They give you a free. Uh, they give us a free, free keys for upgrade. Yeah, I think it's pretty nice. I agree. A nice incentive. One time I got a bunch of them. I swear, one time I got like ten mutations. Then, then. Yeah. Jesus, they they only gave me like three. This was, but uh, I was waiting to get my tablet to play this to do the podcast with you, but I got it on my phone to start it. And on there, I got a ton. I don't know if maybe I got three multiple times or something, but I got a lot. Maybe it was eight or something, but it was a lot more than normal. And it surprised me. Yeah, they gave me three. They didn't give me that much. Yeah. I mean, I I think I just got one today when I got on. It said, welcome back, and gave me a tortoise key, which is like a free warp pack. Maybe it was a weapon. I think it was a weapon. Sometimes it's a weapon or an upgrade. It, it varies. Yeah, but hey, it's, it's good, though. It keeps you playing. Okay, that's good. There's a little um, incentive for you. Yeah, it brings you back. I mean, you have to have that for your players nowadays because there's so many games for them to play that if they just put your game down for a minute, there's a chance especially they'll yeah, never sorry, come back. Especially since it's COVID. That, too. People are mostly inside the ho- their home. Well, that would be a benefit, technically, because more people are at home looking for stuff to do. That's right, but, but most of them like have low attention span, you know? Not, not all of oh, them will yeah. actually, actually that, play the game that long. Yeah, I mean, dude, you go on the Google Play Store, and there's just thousands of games on there. It is tough. I can't imagine trying to compete on that market, because you need to give them... For me, personally, if I play a game... And they give me an ad after every level. I don't care how much I like the game. I just stop playing because I'm like, dude, I can't do this. I keep getting pulled out of the game every... Dude, mobile games have short levels because you play them in short bursts. But if you get an ad after every level, psh, I'm done. That, 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 that is the killer for me. Yeah. Is, uh, but this game is pretty lenient in that. That's why I like it when we get a game and there's not many ads. And that's why I believe we should be shining a light on that. Because we, if, if nothing else, we can help people find games that are worth their time. Exactly. Um, okay, so, improves. Um, you can go first. Uh, so for my improve, uh, the fishing. Since that's the one, mainly the fishing part and, and the XP. The XP. Well, how are you going to improve fishing? So for fishing, uh... 
like maybe maybe not like you get like insane fish bones because that that'd be pretty broken just like maybe like maybe and like when you're idle at least at least have that being progressive for fishing like you get like like one fish every 30 minutes one one fish bone is, is that lenient enough yeah that'd be lenient i mean you're not going to get a ton but you're not going to come back with nothing Exactly. Yeah. One fish bone for every thirty minutes. Like when you're off the game, you know, at least give give something incentive for the player. What yeah, about? That, that... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Continue what you were about to say. What about if you had a fish that had a really rare chance of showing up, but it had like ten fish bones? You uh, know? That depends what rarity it is, because the the rarity of the fish. The, makes uh it's what defends the difficulty in yeah well what would you say on average you get per fish an average yeah. uh I, I mostly get the fish with one fish bones yeah those it's, are the most pretty common ones it's really low right yes it's really low for you to get a rare fish but if you do get a rare fish it's like five five fish yeah so you're not even getting that much as it is they want you to fish for some, hours. Sometimes you can't even get them because they're, they're too high level and you need a better fishing rod. Where do you buy those? Uh, you get more fish bones. Oh, how funny. That makes sense. Did you upgrade your fishing rod? I did. I got it to uh, the third tier. Dang, I didn't do that at all. I, I did fish for like 20 minutes. I spent so much time fishing, just grinding. <laughs> That's what they want. It, it, it was it was pretty. It did give me a lot of money for for what for what it's worth. Okay. Like 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 it gave me fish bones, and then you got the 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 money makers, and like the side screen, you can see them walking around mining, and they give you money like every oh, every second. Yeah, so that builds up because you're not fighting. Um. And then, uh, yeah. No, you. you uh, what do you got for the XP? For the XP, uh, I'd say put more missions, like, like like special missions, like like maybe like a raid boss or something, or like yeah, you, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, yeah, you like, you, you want go, them go to, like one spot in the map, and that's like a high XP drop or experience points for you to get once you complete that stage. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like a permanent location because they have ones that show up daily. Actually, we didn't talk about this. I thought this was pretty interesting. There's the one that's, I think it's every day, but I haven't I haven't seen this particular thing every day, but maybe every, every other day. It, it says, if you capture this location, you get cash and 25 gems. So you go there, capture the location, get 25 gems. Then it tells you that you picked up a bunch of like villagers and if you return them to where you start the game which is at the center of the map you get an extra 25 gems so you got to walk all the way back to the start of the game and you get an extra 25 gems that is badass that's although i've died a lot of times on the walk back which is kind of funny because the game you get the enemies get easier and easier but i've died a bunch of times on that walk back but <clears throat> that's awesome Free gems, pretty much. Exactly. But yeah, so... Sorry, I was going to link that back. They can do things like that for XP. They can give yeah. you a spot. I mean, put it way out in the map. Make it really hard to do. It's still just... 
that would still be really beneficial because the gain of XP right now at War Rank 11 is a tiny sliver. I'm going to have to capture like... It's too slow. Yeah, I'm going to have to capture like 15 spots and there's only 3 or 4 to get right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, if you pay money for it, you, you could probably like go past level War Rank 11. Just yeah. But that's paying money for that. Price, yeah, if I hit a paywall, I'm screwed. I gotta keep playing. But if I hit a wall in XP where it's like I can't see myself getting much farther, then it kind of defeats the purpose of playing. You know, like I get grinding. Grinding is amazing when you have something you're grinding for. But if you make grinding take too long, then you lose people. Because there's so much other stuff to do in life nowadays, it's hard to keep people playing. And I feel that way. It's, it's slowed down a lot. I still want to keep playing this game, but man, I feel like progress is so slow right now. And I just seen something today on the DNA skill tree that said you need to be war rank 20 to unlock the next thing. And I'm just like, Jeez. ugh, I won't get there till next year. <laughs> um, okay, so I got an improvement. Hmm? So what's your improvement? Thanks. More away progress. You actually away brought this up earlier. Yeah. When you're um, away, you earn money, but I'm, I'm, uh, I lost the word in my head. I'm saying that, okay, they have this mechanic, this, uh, uh, every time you die, you get to pick three things. It's a permanent upgrade. One of them is that you fast forward a certain number of waves at the start of the game. I, mine has seven waves, so when I start the game and start playing, it goes like double speed for seven waves, which is super awesome. But I'm saying, why don't they do something similar to that, but for a wave progress? So you could unlock a skill, you know, maybe it's like a hard to get skill, like you don't see it very often, but it says plus five for away waves. So as soon as you shut the game down, the game keeps playing for five waves. And then as you play the game over long term, you could uh, slowly upgrade that. Maybe there's like another one. You see another one a month from now that says plus five away waves. And then, you know, you get ten waves more when you shut the game down. And it's not a ton of progress, but it's not nothing either. And I know there's some dead ends with that idea. Like what happens when you get to a boss and the boss kills you? Does your guy keep fighting the boss or is that the end of it? I would say that's the end of it. If you hit something you can't beat, that's where it stops. That would be the player's fault for, for trying to, to do something that they wouldn't be able to do normally. But still, at least it's some progress. Any progress is some progress. Um... Okay, do you have another improver? Is that it? Uh, that was, that's all, man. Okay. I'm, I got one more, and I think that this would be beneficial. I think you should bring tension back to the boss battles. Um, a lot of times I play this game, the game just runs in front of me, but I'm not paying a ton of attention to it. Every couple minutes, I will check how, how much money I have, spend money, set it back down. I want to be more immersed in the boss battles. Those are my favorite parts of games, usually. When I first played this game, some of the boss battles were super intense. Kind of silly as well. I mean, I can't think anything else but silly when I see a massively oversized frog that is hopping towards me and it's got a big-ass katana, katana in his hand. Um, so I'm fighting this boss 
his white line is going down, which means when that gets done, you're dead. And every time it, it goes down, he does a little hop closer to me. And uh, I'm watching his health go down, and I'm seeing that his health is past the white line, meaning the white line's going to win and I'm going to die. But then, I don't know, maybe I get a critical or something and the health makes a big jump. And it's just super tense. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And it's just for like 10 seconds. I'm just like, oh my god. Oh my god. Am I going to win? Oh my god. And I'm just freaking out. And then like, there was even an instance one time where the white line was gone. And I'm just waiting to die. And the boss just gave me an extra five seconds and I killed him in that time. And it was like, holy crap, I did it. Wow. Like that feeling was amazing. It was this feeling of accomplishment and luck. And I don't get that anymore. Every boss I fight, just poof, dead, poof, dead. Like no problem at all. I miss the tension. And I think that tension, if anything, makes people want to play it more. It feels more exciting to the player. I like that. Where the game like this, when your job is to kind of wait for everything, getting those moments where you feel that excitement is a huge benefit. It makes them want to play it more. And that, that's the whole point of this, you know. You're making a game, you want to keep people playing it. Um, okay, so I think we've covered everything. Um, oh yeah. We can, uh, we can do our personal rate of this game. So, out of 10, I want to give this game a 7. I really like this game. I've played through it to this point twice, and uh, I had a lot of fun. I like it. I give it a 7, also. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty... Like, it was weird, but it was also addicting at the same time. It was addicting. Yeah, it definitely is addicting. I mean, every time you lose, it's got that just one more run mentality. We're like, yes, like you lose, you get stronger, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to play again. Yeah, that magically averages out to a seven, which is hey, pretty good. Um, yeah, I, at the end of the day, I think this game is worth playing. Um. I enjoyed my time with it, even though it wasn't all completely, like, me, like, up close with the game, like, fast-paced or anything like that. I'm a big fan of strategy games, and I really appreciate what this game does. It's really fun. I like it. Um, what about you? What do you got for final thoughts? Final thoughts? The, the game is really that thing. Like, like, nothing to say. Like, except for the other parts that I didn't like, it was still pretty addicting. I'd still play it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep playing it after this. Um, speaking of playing, uh, like we do in every episode, we are going to tell you guys what the next game that we are going to play is. So if we have any people that like the podcast and you want to play the next game along with us, so when you listen to the podcast, uh, you, you can relate to what we're talking about. Um, that game... Uh, this game I'm about to say is in early access. There is only a demo of it right now, um, which takes you through the first, I don't know, quarter of the game, maybe, more or less. It is called Koromon. Uh, it is similar to Pokemon, but um, I think they do enough to make it different. And I am curious to see what we come up with for this game. 
So Coraman, it's on the Google Play Store. It's free. Um, that's what we're playing for next time. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. I am the Crancher. I'm James. And we are the Game Design Critics. And take it easy. <laughs>